This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the chairman of the House Foreign Affairs Committee has a hankering to hold Secretary of State Blinken in contempt of Congress. Ground forces? Check. But GAO says the readiness of U.S. sea forces has declined. And HUD attrition blamed on a dearth of telework opportunities. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Tuesday, May 9th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The top Republican on the House Foreign Affairs Committee is threatening to hold Secretary of State Antony Blinken in contempt of Congress for not turning over confidential messages from career diplomats. Committee Chairman Michael McCall says Blinken hasn't complied with a subpoena demanding access to so-called dissent channel cables from State Department personnel during the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. The dissent channel serves as a forum for diplomats to critique department policy decisions. McCall says a State Department briefing last month on the content of those cables fell short of what the committee sought in its subpoena. Agencies are spending record amounts on small business contracts, but among fewer companies. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has the details. The Biden administration is looking to reverse this trend and get more small businesses into federal contracting. The Office of Management and Budget and the General Services Administration are launching a government-wide procurement equity tool and supplier-based dashboard to help agencies track how much of their contract spending is going to small businesses that are new or recent entrants to the federal marketplace. A record $154 billion in federal contracts went to small businesses in fiscal 2021. But the number of small firms doing business with the federal government for the first time dropped by 80% over the past 15 years. Jory Heckman... Federal News Network. Agencies can start planning now for the 2023 combined federal campaign. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. The Office of Personnel Management is asking agencies to name their lead for the government-wide donation campaign, which kicks off this fall. OPM says agency executives should encourage their employees to become CFC leaders, as employees are most likely to take part in CFC if they're asked by someone they know. The planning is underway now, and this year's combined federal campaign will run from September 1st through January 15th. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Military ground forces increased their level of readiness, while forces at sea have seen a decline, according to the Government Accountability Office. GAO blames a severe backlog in maintenance for the Navy's readiness problems in a report that looked at the issue in the years between fiscal 2017 and 2021. Readiness of aviation and space forces increased in some areas and declined in others. GAO says DOD needs to balance rebuilding the readiness of its existing force with its desire to modernize. Artificial intelligence isn't new for the CIA, but the intelligence agency is finally bringing all of its various efforts together in one place. CIA's chief information officer, Linnea Jones, says the agency has created an office of AI to consolidate and standardize initiatives. The CIA's new AI strategy will guide the office's current and future work across three main focus areas. These include expanding AI as a topic of importance across the CIA, aligning, integrating, and synchronizing resources, and ensuring trust, transparency, and accountability through the AI initiatives. 
The IRS plans an initiative to improve taxpayer service on mobile devices. Harrison Smith, the director of IRS Enterprise Digitization, says the number of visits the agency gets from smartphones is on the rise and that smartphones are many people's main form of computing. He said an earlier project, the Digital Intake Program, has grown by 120 times over the past year. It ingests paper documents from taxpayers and converts them to machine-readable data. Speaking at the ACT-IAC Emerging Technology Conference, Harrison said his office will get $1.2 billion of the extra money Congress promised under infrastructure legislation. Generative artificial intelligence has taken root at several federal agencies. The State Department finds it can translate documents written by foreign nationals into English or English into many languages. But the State Department's chief technology officer, Glenn Johnson, cautions users about putting sensitive data into an AI cloud. He says the State Department is a week away from issuing policy on use of generative AI. The chief information officer of the International Trade Administration, Jerry Carone, says a generative program found anomalies leading to a fraud takedown. Johnson and Carone were speakers at the ACT-IAC Emerging Technology Conference this week in Cambridge, Maryland. The Office of Personnel Management's transition to the new telecommunications contract is almost complete. Guy Cavallo, OPM's chief information officer, says the agency is down to about a half dozen systems that need to be moved off of the Networks contract and onto the Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions contract, or EIS. Cavallo says OPM has dropped all of its analog telecommunications lines and upgraded all of its circuits as part of this transition. One of the last things OPM still needs to do is complete the transition of its telecommunications services out of its data centers and into the cloud. Only six medium agencies have completed their transition to EIS as of March 31st. The American Federation of Government Employees says limited remote work is to blame for staff attrition at the Department of Housing and Urban Development. The federal union is calling for more flexibility after already starting the arbitration process with the Federal Labor Relations Authority last year. HUD leadership says it's, quote, FlexiPlace program does offer telework and remote work options to eligible employees. The agency added that it's looking for more ways to improve attrition rates and employee engagement, in part by regularly gathering feedback from HUD's workforce. Small businesses will, at least temporarily, get to keep their COVID-era progress payment rate of 95% with the Defense Department. Large businesses will revert to their pre-COVID rate of 80%. DOD said Monday that the big business rates would apply to solicitations for contracts issued on or after July 7, 2023, and resulting contracts. Existing contracts, task orders, and delivery orders with large business contractors will retain the higher 90% rate for the life of the contract. The progress payments represent advance payments for contracts in progress before they are completely fulfilled. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Tuesday, May 9th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.